0: right it's halai halai who has just recently won season five of the Terra mystica tuesday league so this is a conversation with uh halai myself ej and Superchani about the tournament and a little bit about other stuff uh very fun very good to talk to him uh he's an interesting guy he said the thing that a lot of europeans and foreign and you know non-english people say uh which is like apologies for my english because it's not his first language obviously he's german but um I'm sure you'd agree that his English is certainly not a problem. He uses the word didactic, and I think that says enough. I've never used the word didactic. So, yes, his English is fine. We're always grateful when people talk in English. Um, Extra thanks to people who come on and do that. Because, yeah, it's obviously not so easy. But his English is great. He also said he was a bit nervous. But, again, to me, listening back, he's arguably one of, like, the most charismatic speakers we've had on there so i didn't think he sounded nervous anyway thanks for halai for coming to talk um thanks to everyone for another great season of Terra Mystica tuesday league old people new people everyone got involved Aradell sent me a tmtl t-shirt fickles has posted the awards the terrys which is just so great including that amazing artwork it's all been a luxurious bath of fun and good competition and good times, uh which ended in Hallight winning the Premier League and you know, all the other great results. It's been brilliant. Um one other thing, we mentioned Gino in this and I said, where are you, Gino? And I'd forgotten that um he had mentioned in the Terra Mystica weekend madness server that he'd just had a little baby girl. So That's why he's not been around. He is, um, yeah, presumably quite busy with that. So congratulations to Gino. Looking forward to his offspring competing with the Mr. Fickles and Jekyll offspring for Fire 2 Open tournaments in, you know, 20, 30 years time when we're all old and grey. Anyway, here we go. Conversation with the new Terra Mystica Tuesday League Premier League champion ally. Enjoy.
1: Now recording. Now it's a free hour stream time coming, and yeah,
2: but uh, we can continue just just talking, right? You 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 can cut it off anyway.
1: Well, yeah. Well, as as far as I I'm concerned, I don't think EJ is gonna cut this thing out. Right, DJ? Hey. We never know what I cut. I (laughs) might cut
0: it. I might keep it in.
1: I'm only worried about the things that you may add to it. (laughs) (laughs)
0: All
1: right, we can turn our cameras on.
0: Oh, yeah. We were going to try a video.
2: Technology. Yeah. I I think it's a bit more cozy that way. Yeah. Right.
1: What are you having for dinner? Me or AJ? Yeah, you, you, you've been ta- you, you said that you're eating something.
2: Some bread, some pickles. <laughs> bread and pickles. And my girlfriend made uh, made a fruit box for today's work, but I forgot to eat it, so it's my dessert. Some fruits and strawberry, oh. grapes.
0: That's really a uh, sort of sticking to the German. Culinary stereotype, maybe fresh (laughs) pickles. But
2: but it's not—it's not my usual. It's not my usual dinner. It's just because uh, I was in a hurry and.
1: Yeah, that's what I would have said if I were eating it every single day.
2: Uh now unfortunately uh, I have some some uh, disease which means I cannot eat uh, proper bread it's it's called cel- celiac i don't know if you know that word but i can't eat gluten so i'm not eating no. much bread <laughs> and uh yeah so i'm not my my food usually is not that german i eat rice and and oh well potatoes potatoes is german right yeah well,
1: yeah i guess i, I yeah, there is uh, in, on the, on the internet, there is this map that divides whole Europe uh, between the tomato uh, Europe and potato Europe. You know, and there's north <laughs> and south, right? And it's pre- pretty accurate. So everything you know above, like south of France, above is potato Europe. Everything below is tomato.
0: <laughs> are you, in, I guess, you're in
2: potato Europe in Poland. are you
1: presumably? Oh, one hundred percent. We love potatoes, mate.
2: But yeah, I love, I love both. I mean. Yeah, tomatoes in a, in a in a potato salad. Mm. <laughs> Why the both
1: tomato salad? Okay, how are you feeling after winning
2: TMTL Premier League? Well, I I told you I I, I started to win, so I won. <laughs> no, no, I I feel great. Mm. Especially since uh, those games were just a lot more interesting than the last one because. Uh, we had some fire and ice games. Yeah, last season I was a bit sad because I thought let's play the League and then then Patrick didn't want to play with expansion, so we played base game all the time and after all these arena seasons I've, I've had so many base games it, uh, I was just a, a little bit bored. But this time we had expansion factions and uh, very interesting games and weird lines all the time so I enjoyed it and I'm... um I don't know. It, uh, it's just... Um, it went quite well, and it's 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 so much fun when you really try to focus on one game. You know, I, I didn't play any Terra Mystica. I just played one game a week, and uh, and I put all my effort into this game, and uh, I, I love to compete. And that kind of set up a competitive situation, so right, I really like that.
1: So in order to start winning at Terra Mystica, I have to play less and less of it. That's what <laughs> you're saying.
2: That, at least for me, that's, that's how it works, yeah. Usually when I take a break, my first game, I always win. I, I used to have the same same um, phenomenon with poker. I used to play a lot of poker. And after a while, my performance went down, and then I took a break. And then the first tournament I played after that break, so many times, that was where I won the money. I don't know. <laughs> it's just because you're fresh, because you, you can you can change your mind. You're not f- right. sticking with a plan. You're just flexible. You You, you can relax, I guess. That's... That's how my mind works, and once I start tilting and having this pressure feeling, it just there's too many too many points in a termiska game where it can go wrong, and when you take one or two, it's over. And when you're relaxed, you just you just don't make those one or two mistakes. Right,
1: uh, I think it's pretty true for many players out there, and I remember you've been taking some breaks now and then for like a month or even more than that in the you know last couple of years. <clears throat> Uh, whenever I messaged you, you were like, No, I'm I'm not playing Terra Mystica. All all, all, you, all you've been doing was this nice hospital trap <laughs> exactly. or whatever that was. <laughs> By the way. Or whatever that is. Or sushi go, you know. Pizza. Oh you you have it.
2: I I have it now. <laughs> ah, <laughs> it's nice so much. I, I really like the game. at the beginning it was like just uh, procrastinating, but it's it's a nice game. I like it.
0: He's he's showing us the box for Dice Hospital, everyone. He's just got it down <laughs> off the shelf.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, you get a pretty nice shelf out there. What else is there? In, in on that your box. shelf with board games. Oh, no, on your on your shelf with board games. Do I see
0: Concordia? Uh
2: you, you mean up there? I have Gaia oh, yeah. project, um Bombasa, do you know that? I'm not sure. It's 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 a really great game, and well, those are only some of them. It's one is a la Erde. It's a German game. I don't know how to pronounce it in English. It's from Rosenberg. It's a two-player game, two-player only, uh, in the mm-hmm. style of Agricola or Caverna or those games. But one of the best two-player games, I think. And then I have Caverna, the the two-player game, also oh, from Rosenberg. I like Caverna, but uh, the the two-player version. I don't know the big one. Oh, it's
1: just, OK. It's been and, a couple of years since I played it, but I remember that I hated it. And from then on, I'm going to say that I hate Kaverna. <laughs> so, yeah, I stick to it.
2: Do you like Agricola or the other? I've never played is? Agricola, to be completely oh,
1: honest really? with you all. Yeah. I'm just, you know, uh, I saw these posts and discussions whether Terra or Agricola is better. and. I saw so many people streaming it uh, all the cards and Ghostly told me that it's pretty fun, but there are so many cards out there. And mm. you know, I'm like, yeah, if I go into it, I would have to go like fully into it to fully understand like I know how many games it will require me to get to actually know the game. You know, not be competitive by any means just to know uh, mm. just to understand basic concepts and you know, all the stuff out there. It's like playing all fourteen factions in Terra Mystica, it takes some time, right?
2: Mm. And definitely. Yeah, I used to play a lot, a lot. It, it's it's the game uh, that I that I started playing those euro game styles, and it was back then at playagricola.com. I don't know if you know that that site. It's uh, you have to to mm-hmm. put uh, your pieces manually. There is no no rule checking or no no logic implemented. Right, and I really played a lot. And that some one day a friend of mine told me, "Oh, you like Agricola that much? Maybe you like Terra Mystica." And uh, I tried it out twice and. Uh, then I was I, I was just addicted playing the 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 AI on on Snellman. Really, every three minutes I tried to, to 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 do something different. And uh, since then I don't like Agricola that much anymore. And for I don't know, it was six months ago or something. Then all of a sudden Agricola came to BGA and everyone played Agricola and it was like ah I want to play an arena game but everyone is playing Agricola. All my friends are playing Agricola. My 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 BGA friends. So yeah, I played it twice or something but uh I didn't get into it like like the old days. Just played too many games. I guess it's above a 1000 times, I don't know. Maybe even more. Uh-huh. Hmm. And, uh. And on 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 BGA they only have the the base cards I think and on playagricola.com you could you could invent your own cards and then they had the testing decks and so you played with a deck of I don't know 2,000 cards, an option of 2,000 cards, and now it's back to the basic ones where, where you know the combinations and stuff. And I, I don't know, I don't like preset strategies that much. It's like in Terra Mystica when when there is base map and all the meta is is known and everyone is it's like the small margins between is, is mermaids good enough in a men's setting which we played? Uh, I don't know. That's why yeah. I prefer Fire and Ice because you need to come up with a new plan and you don't, you don't you don't just play the meta you know and feel like oh, that's that's what you are supposed to do i mean usually you don't win with the strategies that you're supposed to play because uh, there is still something better which which is original but it's better when everyone has to improvise improvise
0: is <clears throat> you hadn't played when you were on the podcast with super Chani, talking about landscapes at that point you still hadn't played fire and ice at all is that correct like a year ago.
2: That is not correct. No, I mean, I haven't played it on BGA, I guess.
0: Ah, but okay.
2: I think most of my games, well, nowadays maybe not anymore, but I played many games. I learned the game on on Snellman. And when I started, the the, the expansion was already implemented. So I think I played more games with the expansion than without. So I feel more comfortable with uh, all that stuff. Okay so it's <laughs> a couple of the other way
1: around then we fought okay
2: <laughs> and then there was BGA, and i thought oh no i have to play the base game now okay now i have to I have to learn that way of playing because usually I, I guess that's one of the reasons why i go big echo almost always i do it less nowadays but earlier it was like the expansion that when you have you have an extra scoring it's just almost always worth it so for me Terra Mystica was economy and on the base game, you ha- I had to adapt a bit because nah, it's not always good enough just to go <laughs> favoriteize and <laughs> hope it's enough. I think it, it, it was good because after a while I enjoyed it a lot. But at the beginning, I thought, ah, I need, I need the expansion.
0: Mm, interesting. Um, yeah, interesting.
2: But what I haven't played is uh, the expansion factions with landscape. That's totally new to me.
0: Maybe oh. that's what we were talking about. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that that's yeah, I guess so. That's possible.
0: And did you in this in this did, was that in this season did you play them with landscapes in this season? Did we I think we didn't. I think men. Uh, no. and You're no. There.
2: Last season we did where I played Lights, and I think their landscape is just so strong and I and I, I think that I, I won that game. with with some margin. But this game now, this season now, Matt DeLessa and me, we both took Fire and Ice factions, but we both decided not to include landscapes. I think because we we both have the same background of playing Snellman a long Mm -hmm. time before we had BGA, so we're quite comfortable with those factions, but the landscape, wow, they are so chaotic. I mean, we have auctions, so there's nothing to say against that, but I find it really hard to assess Ice Maidens and acolytes and i don't know they they seem so strong i I just can't say is it 10 20 30 points i don't know (laughs) i don't know
0: yeah it gets wild so yeah 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 it's understandable the games so the games you did have i'm just looking at the spreadsheet catching up on the season and you won two games which was your, what was your home game? Sorry, you just said it was Fire and Ice. What map?
2: Yeah, it was choose? game, my game three. It was week three, where we were on a uh, base game revised, no landscape, Fire and Ice scoring, Fire and Ice factions. Yeah, that's, that's
0: about it. Revised base. Interesting. Okay. So yeah, that is a really sort of, random game and did you win Matt won.
2: i i came in second uh afterwards uh, people were telling me how i could have won i think uh, there were many lines but i don't know I, I i didn't win i was i was in that game i was just too tired to count it out it was i, I was playing yetis and I went for a late sanctuary and third town, but there were ma- many complicated lines by ignoring the sanctuary and going for network and another tr- and two more trading posts. It was a trading post round six, and I went for a sanctuary instead of two trading posts. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It was uh, Yetis are always complicated in the last round because they can they can take cheaper power actions that that's one of their abilities and they can take any power action an affinity infinite amount of time mm-hmm. so when you take power towns math is just you can do more and more and more moves and then there are three completely different lines the one is going to the build the sanctuary getting some other players cults, and get points for my pass uh, sanctuary my big building pass scroll which i had and then there's the network line and then there's the trading post line and counting all of them i I just thought i'm not counting now i'm going with intuition and i think it was wrong i took the one of the one line that was wrong but i didn't care i was just i was so tired it was like all right it was a nice game and i I don't i didn't blame myself
0: yeah you still got second how how did you find playing because the the start time was eleven thirty PM your time. Is that yes difficult? Well, it presumably it's quite difficult.
2: Well, yeah, it's a bit difficult. Especially in the end, uh, I I was just a bit too tired to count it out. And in fact, in three of my four games, I wasted points in my very last move. And I think that's a bit due to being tired in my game one, I could have sent a priest to water instead of digging, which would have made me win instead of second, because digging is two points, and the priest to water it would have been two points plus one point less uh, uh, one point against the player who won because I would have overtaken him in the cult. so and I was two points behind, so i I wasted the win in a last move, which was like, oh no. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> then I decided, I don't know, you, you have to focus on the last round. A friend of mine told me, just focus on the last round when there is, a, okay. And it literally happened twice again, once in the Yeti's game. But I, as I said, I didn't play myself because those lines were just hard to find. And uh, when I say I don't count, I go with intuition. That's what I did. And it happened. But in my last game, which, which I actually won like uh, last Tuesday, it happened again. <laughs> yeah. and I, I thought all the time oh there is a priest to air let's wait what Indies do and at the end if I got some priests left over which I had four after the, the, the stronghold of darkness I had four priests left over and I was just going digging again and then oh no again and it's again against the second player it didn't matter but I think that's that's what uh, that's the price for playing at 2am in the morning after I, I've been working all day but it's okay, because I felt my strategic decisions were all right. I just I just messed up some resource stuff. I also f- did, did a conversion mistake in round five in the last game. It's these, these minor things. And if it would have been decided by one or two points, of course, uh, that would have made me mad. But uh, that wasn't the case. So in the end, uh, I really enjoy those showdown matches. And had I had I not made those mistakes beforehand... There wouldn't have been a showdown because uh, i would have been uh, the clear winner so i think it's good the way it is this the, the last game i was i was really i was pumped up and ready and i wanted to go in that now it's fighting time <laughs> and uh i i was really focused uh, uh like uh claybo was saying in the stream i have my my uh playlist which is a is a um Compilation of many of my favorite songs, but also specifically with the, the songs that set me in a mood, that make me—I don't know—just make me zone and happy and uh, stay focused. And then I, I, I sometimes I just dance and get up and try to. <laughs> to, to I really, I, I take it serious. Then it's it's <laughs> okay. And yeah, we
1: need we need uh, we need webcams for the next TMTL season to to watch
2: how I dance in his room, <laughs> we've had that in Fire Two Open, I think.
1: Oh yeah, you've been you've been moving yeah. all around the house, I think. Like yeah, don't sit in a single place.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, well, it's yeah. I just like competition. I, it really, I enjoy that feeling. I enjoy also. It's like like sitting at a poker table at a live table next to all these players, and and you you see them. You're you. When you play, your pulse is increasing. And I don't know, it, to a point, it makes me happy. I mean, it, your body's anxious about something, but I like it. I like that feeling.
0: That's cool, man. That's cool. Yeah, competitive stuff. I like it.
2: I mean, I, I like it until the, the point when when it gets too much. When when you start to argue or fight, that's not what I like. But just having a respect for and and fair competition, yeah.
0: Good, co- Yeah, good competition.
1: Uh, will you be
0: back next season to defend the title?
2: Uh, Weber already asked me that question. Uh, right now, I'd say I need a break. But uh, well, I, it depends on when it's going to happen. But as far as I saw... Um max one it's a it's a german guy that i've played yeah. a lot with is uh, participating and claybo is participating and probably deep finesse again because he's just his elo is uh, always gonna be at the top so if it would start now i'd say no but Ah, it's hard to say no when you can defend your title and play against those players. So I don't know yet. Uh, Probably when Super writes me like one one night before before you close uh, registration, I'm like, ah, okay, okay, you got me. Probably yes. (laughs) You were so persistent last season. Like,
1: (laughs) oh, is it today? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Really, whom am I going to play against? Like. (laughs) I kept the crime just register, mate. You're going to win the Premier League, oh, yeah. As it turns out, <laughs> yeah. Because
0: yeah, that yeah. was the conversation you had, right? Was I want to enter, win Europe, and then win the Premier League? That was you. That was you. You sort of stated your aim to see. Yeah, Puccini. exactly.
2: Yeah, yeah that's what i need for having that competitive mode uh, when i register i i mean of course the the format is great for having fun but i wanted to win and try to win and <laughs> I, in the past i was a bit mad because in fire Two open i really had a shot at uh, several finals and those kind of mistakes, those simple math mistakes happened twice in semifinals. And I was like, oh, come on, it's so hard to qualify because there is some randomness in the wide well, open qualifier. Uh, the field is big and you have to just win two games in a row. And I, I was in there and uh, then I wasted against Sprockets, which is like, oh, uh, uh, it was like the, the master of BGA, Terra Mystica, Sprockets, and also Snellman. I don't know if you know him, I guess you do. Yeah. And he made a mistake which made me advance and then I made another mistake and oh that really hurts that game still hurts
0: (laughs) (laughs) was that when you played gi was that were you playing giants
2: no I was playing cultists he was playing witches uh, so we were kind of the leech neighbors and what I did was uh, I still needed two power and he offered me three power and I decided i'll get it cheaper i can save that one point and wait until and, and then i didn't get any anymore and i should have adapted and built a temple for fire too, and it would have still been enough but i was just stuck in my plan and like you are waiting for those two power because those guys who are super great for sure will give you that power
0: because okay. they will not count it out now so yeah stupid me so uh yeah. and i was out <laughs> Do you think maybe the that's why the TMTL format suits you because you can not saying that you always make mistakes but if you if you do think you make mistakes maybe those get smoothed out over the course of a longer season.
2: Well that that only makes sense assuming that I'm I'm strictly stronger than everyone which uh I don't know. I I wouldn't say that suits me more now. Nah. I I just think uh I I I was too nervous. I think uh, I really was nervous in those five 2 open finals and I think I was a bit less nervous now. Maybe because we have four or five games that's less ner- I was right. Ner- exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess, yeah.
1: because even yeah. if you lose one and you you have a mistake you have a whole week to you know to refresh your mind and there are four other games to go with. Yeah. Free actually
0: free. Yeah. Free, Yeah. But it, it, it's a it's a very impressive like come in and that was your first season last season right where you won yeah. Division One yeah last exactly. season Division One in Europe a very close contest with well Indeed. Uh, he said it wasn't I think where did he say it wasn't a close contest I can't remember he said that he was well beaten but on points anyway it was a close contest with you and and Chris Harris. yeah.
2: Yeah, um, it was nice playing him because I know him since a while. From he he was running the the fire and ice ladder, uh, so I, I enjoyed playing him live. He's mm. playing some crazy games as well. Yeah, but I yeah, what I like about the Tuesday and this 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 point system and what suits my 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 mental approach to the game is uh, that you have this. Uh, the non-linear point scale, like six, three, one, zero. So um, there is some some meta in the game. All uh, after game one, since game one, there are some meta. I think like it's always deep finesse who's strong. It's me who's leading, and and all that stuff. And I like to I don't know. I just like to play around with those facts and see how they impact the game in game. And
0: yeah. So did you? Did you look at that, so do you have that in your mind in I game have that two? in my mind
2: all the time Yes, I'm like, yeah, that's influencing the moves already from game two for me.
0: that's really interesting
2: if I, yeah, I also like it quite as well. Um, I'm also
1: planning to do some streams regarding that uh, because I always i'm I'm trying to find a format, not necessarily a format type of i don't know stream singular streams or formats where there's somewhat a very uh, Quite a different goal than on regular tournament-style games. So uh, there's no difference in terms of how you play a game, uh, apart from just level. When you go into the arena on board game arena, and when you're playing the fire to open uh, finals, it's the same approach that you take. You just want to win the game, and that's it. When there's like TMTL Premier League, when you have five games uh, divided within you know five weeks, and um, you can adjust to it, and make, this can. Influence your decision making in a single particular game, right? And therefore, this game can be very different than it would have been otherwise if it was just a singular game. If you exactly. win, you win. If you lose, you lose. So, yeah, I like it quite as well too. Yeah.
0: And maybe that suits sort of the big econ style of play. Maybe you know, you're like you're more likely to get the win, and then you get the point reward if you do get the win. You know, it's it, it doesn't suit like a sort of middling performance every game does that make sense i'm not sure
2: that makes I, I think it makes sense and also the when you have a big economy you have more control over what happens you 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 have some spare workers to or have some range to to influence yeah. others game some dig some hacks or something which is another reason why i like having the economy because then you when it's you against someone else and you have a big economy you can just afford hurting someone when you're, I don't know, just living on the edge, like Matt was in his last last game with Nomads. I think he had had just, I don't know, three or four workers income each round because he was going heavy on, on trading posts. He was just sitting there and he was hoping hoping that I wouldn't dig, hoping that Injis wouldn't dig. Eventually Injis dug his hex, which maybe they shouldn't have because they were competing with me. That was one of their mistakes, I guess. But in the end, I just don't like sitting there and knowing, okay, if they want, they can kill me. I hate that feeling. <laughs> so, I, I yeah, I, I want to control. I want to have at least some control, yeah. Yeah,
1: I like the fact that the first person we were Somewhat criticizing about the their performance was the previous TMTL champion, and yeah, that's uh, that, that's actually
2: pretty cool. Ah, uh, right, yeah. <laughs> well,
1: it's hard to crit. Yeah, I mean, criticize is a wrong word, but yeah, yeah,
2: he's a good player. <laughs> yeah, definitely. He's 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 percent mega strong, and I've been watching the last season. the the I've been following the coverage. And I feel like his performance was a bit stronger last season, because I don't know. I it was just my impression. Sometimes I was sitting there and I was very confused about what he did. I think there he had his reasons, and there are those mind games. For example, in the last game, his first bid went on Nomads, and I was like, Nomads, that's my last or second last pick, but uh, it was a good move in the end because then he can he probably he thought it's his third choice so he can just wait and see what's first and second and and still get a pretty good <laughs> yeah. deal out of it after everyone bits everything else down yeah
1: probably
0: exactly i think he was also a bit busy before the season uh he got married for example just before the season started oh nice congrats congrats man nice yep. Um, so yeah, maybe, maybe that affects. I don't know if, like we can't assume, but yeah, maybe that affects yeah, things somewhat did did you have anyone did you have like a main person you were you were worried about going into the season who you thought might be like your main opponent, or do you just treat everyone equally or
2: at the beginning, I think i I deep finesse is just a beast, so he's always the one who uh, I was scared of, but for some reason. I did quite well in the past against him. I don't know. I think uh, I lead the head-to-head, or it's close. But I, I always felt that that we 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 are he's not running running away. That's so. It, but in general, I feel like he has some completely different play style, which I sometimes cannot. uh I cannot play the way he does. So I was always a bit scared that he finds lines in the auction that I don't see. That makes me think, mm, I should bid something. He bids because he sees something I don't. And and then that's like, in the auction, I'm always a bit focused on what does Deep Finesse bid on. But besides that, I didn't know the others. I didn't know 7 2 5 a lot. I didn't know Donkey Shot at all. But there, they had ELOS, like, I think I'm the lowest rated Guy in the in the group, I was around 500 something, and I'm still around 500 something. <laughs> I just my my elo is just not that good, so I was treating everyone equally, almost. And after a few games, I think the 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 ladder standings, the, the league standings, influenced that, of course.
0: Yeah, who you then think? Well, yeah, so worth worth saying now. The result was Halai with 18 points. Seventeen of five, second with nine point five. He was the reigning American champion. Don Quixote eight point five in third, Matt Alessa, fourth with eight points, and Deep Finesse fifth with only six points. So yeah, not yeah, not strong from Deep Finesse compared to previous seasons where he's smashed everyone.
1: Now that you mentioned ELO, I just noticed that it's the opposite, opposite order of the ELO. So if you're the lowest ranked <laughs> and yeah. you won, and it just goes up, you know? Yeah. In a in, uh, in perfect order right there.
2: Don't worry about ELO, people, then. Nah. Yeah. So, yeah. Don't worry about ELO. Unless you want to qualify. I mean, the, it's yeah, very. Then you, yeah, then you have to. <laughs> 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 you don't have to worry about
0: ELO anymore now. You're qualified, but I think that I mean I,
2: I don't think the 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 standings represent uh, the the player the, the 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 performance of these players because there were just a very few moments that were quite unlucky for some players. So and that the, and then the close game and then it's swingy. So I think deep finesse was attacked quite harshly in the fjords game. Which one was it? Uh, I don't know. Maybe game one or two. So Matt and me were trying to to block him and he still managed to become second or something, but he really, he was going the uh, uh, weird halflings line in the sandwich, taking them early and was getting a great game out of it and was still blocked. So he just played an awesome game. He, I think, had he been a bit more patient because none of us would have dared playing halflings in that spot, he could have won the game, but he thought that's about, that's about the point where he wants uh, to the, where they're about break even, I think, and I think he sometimes just picks factions when they're break even and my mentality usually is i don't take them when they're break even I just try to to do some some shuffling in the auction to get a to get a lead out of the auction, and that's because when, when i think when factions are completely fair and bears are playing. Ideally, deep finesse most of the time beats me, so I need to to, to gain the advantage some, somewhere else. And yeah. yeah, and
1: what's also worth mentioning about that game is that the difference between the first player, which was seventeen and five on third map, and the finesse who came in fourth, uh, was just eight victory points difference. So yeah, this is this backs up your yeah your point about uh, the overall perf- performance. Yeah, exactly.
2: That's the game I was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Another game that was quite crucial is uh, when I picked Nomads in game three, I, it was grey nomads and we had green river walkers.
0: And... Nomads or... Uh, 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 yetis. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> it was grey
2: yetis and green river walkers. So, on base map, they had the gray green competition for hexes, and Riverwalkers then started double center, which was just, all of a sudden Yetis were favorite. And before that, Yetis had a big struggle. And these are the situations where the game just completely swings depending on the starting spot of someone. So, I think that was also unlucky for Deep Finesse, and there are some of these spots.
0: Mm, yeah, that game. Yeah, that was the game I streamed. Exactly, it was I the think. game you were streaming yeah. you
1: jumped in. Yeah. thanks for that. That was the game I haven't watched
0: yet, so oh, it's a real it's a real treat, super John. <laughs> it's my weird late night stream.
1: did you post the vo vod somewhere?
0: uh it's on YouTube, yeah, it's on youtube okay cool. on the terra mystery Cats YouTube in two parts because I had to go upstairs to downstairs.
1: Great! I know what I will be doing tomorrow evening. So,
0: enjoy yourself. Uh, there was an interesting Giants game. What was the Giants game? The Lakes game. The, the Lakes
2: game. Lakes landscape. Yeah.
0: I don't know if I remember this one.
1: Are we, uh, this is the one that I spent much time while replaying the games. Uh, I. Played quite a lot of giants, especially now with landscapes this arena season, uh, and um, I was quite interested because you chose a completely different line that I would have chosen that game, and because uh, you started in your one of your starting spots was in the middle of the uh, of the leech party, and you deliberately not, decided not to upgrade there. Instead, you took a priest and started upgrading somewhere else. And if I were pl- if I was playing this game, I would 100% be upgrading there first as soon as possible to get as much leech as I would, you know. And that's very different. And also that when I rewatched it, that it reminded me of a uh, of a game that you play like half a year ago or a year ago. And we were chatting somewhere, and um, your very first move, you you had the four coins and the cold bomb pastel, and you used the cold bomb as your very first move. And I asked you, why did you do it? And you told me that, well, I want to know where the leech party is going to be, right? Because you didn't know where to upgrade. So uh, this goes completely against my uh, my principles when playing Giants. Uh, possibly that's main reasons why I'm not playing ter- uh, in the Premier League, uh, and you are. Um, but um, I always value early leech f- for Giants more than anything else, really. And um, this is also a thing that, uh, that I kept in mind while, while reading. There's currently a discussion about how we would, Im- if we could, how would we uh, change or improve Giants as a faction, you know? Um, because they always open Stronghold and whatnot. And this whole, re- this whole example just uh, proved to me that there are multiple lines of playing Giants. So uh, well, but yeah, this is just a uh, comment from me. Do you. How do you recall that game? Do you still remember it?
2: I think I do remember. Uh, First of all, um, I think I wanted to deny Leech to... What were the other factions? Do you remember? I think... Halflings, Mermaids, and Fakus. Exactly. And first of all, I think I wanted to deny Power to Halflings. That's... I think they and and second of all i thought usually that that stronghold uh, gives you lots of power but it is getting cut off in the center and uh, that might threaten uh, i don't know might threaten the center town so uh, and the priest was under threat so the priest was i think there was there were two no there was a priest a temple round which means the priest is worth two coins there was a stronghold right. round, which means the priest is two workers. And I think there was also a power round, a red one, the round five, I think. I'm not sure, but... Uh, yeah, <laughs> yep. yeah you uh, Exactly you right, exactly right. So one priest for uh, three benefits is just worth more than getting a, a little more leech. And I even didn't want to upgrade center, so I thought when I, when I upgrade east... I might still get the lead from mermaids who w- probably want to get there because uh, I, I, the, I don't know. Did they have temp shipping round one? I was not sure. I'm not sure. But, um, yeah, they did. <laughs> they did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, that the, that extra lead just would have been two extra coins that, yeah, or three extra coins from the stronghold and the stronghold is in a bad position and I need a bridge. The way I did it, upgrading east means I have a shot at getting a sanctuary uh, in the center. And if I get cut off early, I just ignore that single dwelling and still compete for network. When you go stronghold in the center, then you dig in the center, then you're cut off. Then it costs you network and a town and I don't know. Uh it just uh I don't know, it just felt right. Usually I upgrade center too, but the, this color matchup just uh just felt so smooth for giants, usually, I wouldn't bid that much on giants. I think they uh, the auction was i don't know what was it thirty two for giants or something and it, yeah, I don't know i I was really surprised about me bidding that much on giants because uh, i auction in general is a funny process. I think you look at the factions then you have you start to 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 create a plan, you bid on something or you bid on something else, hoping that uh, that you can trap someone. And at some point, everyone is getting close to their real estimations of the factions. And then when you look at auctions, also at at Tuesday League auctions, there are huge shifts because all of a sudden someone finds a different plan for different factions and then everyone goes on another. And I don't think that's all tactics. It's also because uh, people are thinking and imagining and, and once they all have a plan for every faction, they. They put it together and they have a, a, an idea of how the game could go in their mind. And then some, yeah, th- that's a weird dynamics. And in that game, I, I usually think, let's try to get giants at 40 or a decent price. But there, whenever I I was going through the factions I wanted to play, ah, yeah, I should do this. I should do this. I should do this. But in fact, I like giants the most. And uh, I've in, in the past, I've done... Uh, I've done the mistakes of thinking I should bid something just because they appear to be strong, but my my comfort zone is some some other factions, and then I end up playing that faction that should be strong, but in the end, it's just I I just didn't find a proper plan. So I decided this time just bid your plans, bid your bid your feelings, even if it's thirty more expensive than than all the other factions. Just like in the last game, I went for darklings, and I would have gone down even more because I just felt that's. That's just the kind of game that I can play, and uh, I don't. I'm just comfortable and playing a faction that feels okay. You, you, you There is some plan for sure, but you don't see it. And usually, it's just having freedom, being flexible, and having a plan is so much worth it than having a theoretical way of of I don't know of something.
0: Just like uh, yeah, yeah. Just like cultists are good. I don't know why they're good, but yeah, they're exactly they good.
2: I just, I just don't do that anymore. And when giants are good, okay, go for giants. <laughs> and I, I was scared all the time that I overbid giants because, uh, really, for me, giants in my head is still the faction you get for a forty. How to get rid of that? I once played a, a, a snellman League giants only because there was that fuck here's only guy. I don't know if you know that it's been a long while and he was uh, playing the league for kids only. So I tried, I said, I do giants only. And that's, uh, yeah, I, it, it was fun. And I, I won some games, but still it always felt like it's the 40 faction. There is no auction on Snellman, but when I played it on BGA, the giants, usually they are the 40 point faction. but now in this game, they weren't, I was so i was quite happy the auction would end because i wanted to bid more but i'm not sure how long i would <laughs> i would be brave enough to bid on giants
0: there's a that's all oh, like really interesting i think there's a lot there and hopefully people listening could pick it but that yeah so sort of, that the thing of having a plan and yeah like thinking about your plan more so than just like general analysis is really fascinating. The way I would recommend, I'll link the, that game in the, in the show notes, I'd really recommend people like going to the replay and, and seeing, watching as you talk through it. It's amazing how much you can recall exactly the scenario and exactly what happened because yeah, you you called it all perfectly right. Were mermaids on temp ship? Yeah, they're on temp ship. Um, Oh but yeah also the the plan of of how you upgrade and stuff is really interesting and that's something that I think people can learn from maybe
2: I think for some reason my brain my brain uh re- recognizes game stuff like I have a big game history in my head I forget so many things in my life but games that happen game situations they just they just stay there <laughs> it's a bit of a waste of 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 waste of uh brain space memory. <laughs> memory yeah
0: do you watch them back do you watch the vods back of the games after doing them yeah i did okay so and and you find that useful i guess to uh to sort of learn learn from it and and yeah like
2: evaluate no, i don't think i mean the, i was watching the streams mainly for for fun i wasn't thinking deeply about things anymore i was mainly listening of what are they saying how are they assessing things and i don't think i I used it to to analyze my game i think the game what makes me memorize those games is where in game you think that much about every move you there is so much time you invest on just this single game and that's where it's like printing in my in my brain and it's it's stuck there
0: (laughs) Hmm. that's what people can learn from those having like a big plan and you notice that watching nerd cube play on his streams is like having a plan of what factions are going to do and then if you're good enough that you can do it in the auction and that affects your bidding you can yeah you can adjust your bidding that's yeah that's really strong i think you you mentioned the giants only on snellman you didn't just do one season of that you did 35 30 in 34 <laughs> you picked giants three times and alchemist once 33 and 32 so you, you did it four times
2: yeah because because chaos magicians were taken yeah so i had to take something else and <laughs> then i thought oh, uh, i go alphabet i think because <laughs> <laughs> i didn't i didn't i didn't want to pick something strong so i don't know
0: so how many seasons
2: did i do it i don't remember one
0: two three four
2: four seasons four seasons yeah I think until I, I I didn't win, then I decided oh, it's enough.
0: Do you think that's a good way of learning, though? It's just like immersing yourself in a faction. Did you ever? And did you ever take temple? Did you ever do temple giants in that time?
2: No, I did it once, uh, but I never. No. I I don't think I like that opening. (laughs) I mean, I like it from an aesthetical point of view, but from a strategical point of view, it's just the kind of game where you have to hope others will not focus on you so that there is enough red hexes left end game, and that's exactly what I don't like. I mean, Giants is all about having control, and Temple Giants is just giving away the only advantage you have, so I don't see the benefit of doing that. Mm Mm-hmm. I think one of the of the main things that that people aren't talking that much about in Terra Mystica is flexibility. Usually everyone is talking about having a plan and you have to do this and you can do that, but I think it's very important. The, the, well, I think it's my approach saying try to stay as flexible as possible. So when you when you have a good plan it's all right, but when you have a move that has three good good plans to follow up with, try to to take that way so if someone is, to, is denying you one of those plans just go with the others and keeping that in mind trying to stay as flexible as possible uh i mean when you when you want to when you badly want a priest uh, take it but when you have the option to delay the town choice or the hex choice or i don't know your advance ship uh, i i just love to advance ship with darklings or giants and then everyone has to think about your ship every move, even if you don't want to, want to threaten someone. But all these minor, just stay flexible. Try to fo- force others to, to be less flexible. I think that's one of the concepts that people aren't talking that much about. I think many are thinking that way, but it's not spoken out loud. I 100% agree with it.
1: Um, well, the most basic exa- example is that I very often beat, fa- beat factions that are necessarily the best. But are actually the most flexible for uh, the the game. Uh, I think there was a discussion recently about a very specific game. I, I can't remember. Forgot to say what that was. But uh, there was somebody saying that uh, that their whole game plan. And uh, they were they're a very experienced player. I think it was NerdCube maybe that their whole game plan actually relied on him getting a very specific pass that round one, right? And he wasn't guaranteed it. And when it was denied, all of a sudden you know it as he says, the whole auction goes into, uh, you know, you can jump it into the trash, right? And I'm, I'm like, well, this is possibly not a very good reason why you shouldn't be bidding this faction so much, right? And I'm, I'm 100% with you on this. And also, yeah, when I play Giants, I tend to, I know that I tend to delay my my uh, stronghold action for however long I can, so that I'm you know, flexible on that point. Because when I did something, and there is something that I, I haven't noticed, and all of a sudden, oh my god, why didn't I use that spade over there instead of here, right? Uh, and this kind of stuff, so yeah. yeah. I'm with you on this.
0: Yeah, that's, yeah.
1: We should open a new Terra Mystica school, new school Terra <laughs> Flexibility <laughs> over planning. <laughs>
2: yeah i mean you have to find the balance between those I and mean, if you don't have a plan at all i mean you're flexible but you don't score at all. So, yeah and i think you also mentioned something about at the beginning of your question about improving giants and i recall i was listening to your uh, interview with with helge he also asked that question, right? Something like, uh, Giants is one of the facts... I think you asked something like, what what would you change if you could change something uh, in hindsight? And I think he mentioned uh, Giants because he finds them a bit weak or something. Mm. It's been quite a long time. Wasn't it Orin?
0: He mentioned Giants as well. He was talking about weak okay. factions and like the uh, Halfling Stronghold he mentioned. yeah, yeah uh and giants he didn't mention anything specific did he other than that he would just like to see them be a bit stronger maybe
2: yeah. i think that's what yeah i don't know i so, personally like giants would you change anything with them about
1: them i i know it's it it can be hurt, heard specific, specifically for this specific faction that has you know when you shift something you have to like Possibly change uh, like basic concepts of the faction, like stronghold and the de- de- abilities. Well, this is the uh, these are the things that actually make giants so cool and <clears throat> and quite original. But um, maybe uh, have you been thinking about it at all?
2: Uh, I don't know. I I mean, if there is no auction high level, it's just a bit a bit boring because in Division One on Snellman. You can't play giants against darklings that's that's a bit sad but besides that i do i don't want to change the concept so since we have auction i think it's fine i don't know if we start ah yeah i don't know
0: i have something to say about this and now i think when people talk about adjusting factions like giants it's fine if you're like slightly adjusting power levels or whatever but there's really something to be said for when you're learning to play the game and you first see the giants and you're like, whoa, they can dig any yeah. hex, for just two spades and And it's this mad thing. And I remember the first game where my friend was giants and everyone's just like, watch out everyone, the giants are here. <laughs> and and that sort of like thematic thing, same with, and, and then you realise like it's even more powerful than nomads because they can do it over the water and and I think yeah. <laughs> we, we have to remember that, yeah, the sort of when you learn the game, some of those like big things, which as we now know is maybe more of a weakness than a strength, but it's like this really interesting thing, and that gets you uh, into the game is is these big sort of, uh, yeah, faction abilities sort of thing.
2: Yeah, indeed. I, funnily, uh, I have uh, replaced someone in the last week of Terramisical Tuesday League. And so did Danny B. And so Danny B, me, and some guy called Macross and the other guy who won, which, which whose name I just forgot, uh, played a game together. It was Asia Cup 50 CC or something. There was quite some gap in ALO. In, in and he played Giants for the first time in that game. And then he asked, can I double spade every round? And he <laughs> w- it was just the exact same thing you were talking about. And he was like, whoa, crazy. And Danny B... So uh, yeah, you'll see it's it's quite difficult, but uh, yeah, go for it. And <laughs> so you're right, <laughs> exactly. That thing happened.
0: Who won? You or Danny, or did the uh,
2: and Danny won? He he won with uh, with John sang one hundred one hundred seventy eight or yeah, exactly. He just had an impressive game, and yeah, and we, we yeah, it was an interesting game. We were both. Doing weird lines. I think I was opening dwarves just five dwellings, just jumping around round one and this kind of stuff. And it was, yeah, it was an interesting game. And Danny, Danny won.
0: Yeah, it's cool that you guys played that one. Yeah, I liked it that you, yeah, you jumped in with the yeah, the relatively new people. And yeah, Macross has been really enjoying this season and yeah, been really sort of keen and, and learning a lot. So yeah, it's good that I yeah. got to play with you guys too.
2: And it's good that danny b was very didactic and he, uh, is it didactic i don't know uh is, does that word exist like uh
0: talking like
2: yeah explaining stuff and helping out and uh, that was nice it was a, a really good mood at the table there hasn't been that much table talk at at tuesday league we, we've had that a bit more last season like in the primary league they were all very uh, well game okay let's start have fun and gg and that's about it uh, i sometimes like to trash talk and talk in general I, <laughs> 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 but when everyone is silent and serious i i, I don't I, I was silent as well so it's it's just okay and uh that i didn't want to complain about anything i just realized uh, there was not that talky talkative um chilly mood but honestly i wasn't in that mood either
0: when I was streaming, I was hoping you guys would talk because I, I I needed stuff to talk about. So was like, ah, right. <laughs> I and I think at one point I tried I started doing like mid-game interviews. I was like, Deep finesse, what do you think about this? <laughs>
2: I, I did you I, I remember that you said deep finance. are you good at fire Ice at the beginning and then a lie are you good at fire nice <laughs> you're just like checking some basic facts
0: but then i also really wanted to go to bed so i didn't want to slow you down i was like i don't want to slow them <laughs> down by talking to them I'm gonna let them play, it was so. the
2: slowest game of all of them so you it were was... unlucky <laughs>
0: oh yeah. dear good times good times um so yeah i get well we've talked about other stuff than tmtl but is this like is this was this season of tmtl your biggest win your biggest like achievement in terra mystica would you say biggest achievement in in gaming would you say
1: um tread carefully now mate
0: arena champion sorry
1: (laughs) tread carefully now
2: (laughs) yeah i think it was very satisfying after uh as i said that fire to open uh mistakes i think it's for me it's about the same as uh, i i won the arena once in a very close fight against NerdCube. that's a, that's about equal for me but this uh, this one is a bit more i don't know there's so much stuff going on in discord and there's some so much hype and streams. so it feels a bit a bit bigger than that arena game
0: that, I remember that arena season having a big... I think you played a... Did you play a show game maybe and did Bizzle stream it or did... And
1: Myoblast, and Myoblast when I, was it that season? Exactly,
2: that game, yeah. I, I It was Zoras, NerdCube, Myoblast and me. And whoever would win, NerdCube or me, would win uh, the arena. And we decided on not playing after that again. In fact, it was still very close because they had that annoying BGA bug. Um, I still had turn-based games going on. And at that time, when when uh, when the time is over, the arena time is over, they would still uh, use those turn-based games. And I I don't know how they did it, but I think they tied. Exactly. They made every player tie. And I played against some bronzer guys. So I tied against them and I lost tons of arena points because uh, I, I had two unfinished turn-based games and I, I had only a lead of two points. So, it was very. It would have been very annoying if I didn't win that arena season just for a BGA uh, implementation error or whatever. But yeah, never mind. I think another uh, big uh, success was um, I'm I'm still the current Agricola champion of Germany because uh, they they didn't they didn't uh, make any more uh, competitions due to Corona to COVID, and I also placed uh, was uh, managed to to. Get in third place at the world championship of agricola oh, which is yeah. a while ago but uh funnily that was the place where i met lumen i don't know if you guys know lumen i know lumen from agricola and uh, he was talking about uh oh, what are your games and i said i'm, I'm into terramistica uh, agricola is a bit yeah i still like it but Terra Mystica check this out and one year later, I saw Lumen playing Mystica at a high level, so <laughs> it was funny.
0: I think he mentioned that. Was that in London? Were you playing in London or something? It
2: was actually in Germany. In uh, Germany it was in, okay. uh,
1: in, it uh, was in, in Germany. South. And Lumen yeah. mentioned that uh, when we did our podcast episode with him over yeah. a year ago. He mentioned yeah. that he introduced you to Terramistica.
0: Uh, yeah. The other way around, uh, You introduced yeah, him to, to, to... Yeah.
1: Sorry, sorry about that.
2: Yeah.
0: Was the... Because also the other th- Lumin is reigning American? He's, he's from China? the US, yes. I, because also they haven't held it since he won, maybe. So he's...
2: Ah, uh, really? I think <laughs> I don't that's
0: know what that. he said. He said okay, that about Catan.
1: I'm pretty sure he said that about Catan.
0: Maybe um. it was Catan. Yes. Yes. Um. I think you might be right. But the, So the Agricola Championships, is that in person around the table you played? It there,
2: used or? to be in person. I think uh, the company that, that organized it now got broke, and I don't know if it's going to happen again, that World Championship, but it used to be in person, exactly, which was quite nice. Multi-day tournament.
0: Yeah. I sort of miss, we should make more of a big deal about Arena again. When it, like uh, I guess maybe now everyone's just like resigned to the fact that Zavok is going to just win it for the the entirety of the rest of time. So there's no <laughs> competition.
2: Arena, but, you mean?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. It was fun when we... I think we used to make a bit... Tried to make a bit more of a deal about it, but it wasn't that long ago, so...
1: But
2: uh, right now, Deep Finesse is leading, I guess.
1: Yeah, he's leading. Uh, Xavok is seventh, and Deep Finesse has like 130 victory points. He's, yeah, 130 victory points ahead of Xevar.
0: Ooh. How long to go?
1: Um, 24 days. Not much time right now.
0: OK. We can make a bit of a deal out of it.
1: Are you planning to make the you know last day run?
2: like nah i'm i i'm not into arena anymore that much I, th- I i really prefer those formats like tuesday league it's it's just so so much more fun having those uh, highly competitive games and i really i sometimes have trouble when i play against some players to really get into the game and it's just some random players uh, which pr- probably are strong but I I ha- I don't know I just can't get the motivation and, uh then I I am playing half with half the focus and then I make mistake and then it makes me angry and then there is that circular so I either I play properly or or I don't and since there is Tuesday league and I've heard about uh, some new format on uh, like Sunday letter I don't know there is a lot of stuff going on maybe some fire two again someday so it's just a lot more fun if the arena algorithm would be nice and you really get seated with nice players every time that would be fine but there is that algorithm bug that when you when you use filters you usually just are in a disadvantage of getting a game going in general and there there are some issues so i i don't think i will compete for any arena wins especially since you need to play very much you need to play many games
0: yeah, which, like you said, you like the sort of focus on one game per week. I find that interesting as well. You like, yeah, just because, yeah, I think everyone's done that. You play a lot of games and then, you, yeah, you end up like just jumping in arena. And it, you've done it super charny, right? You end up with really frustrating games where you've just like jumped in and it, yeah, it doesn't go well
2: yeah
1: i don't remember which season that was but i was like 10th or something i played two games and i ended up 47 for whatever <laughs> you know something something crazy like this i was like oh yeah well there it goes so i wanted to play a you know relax and turn game get a you know at adi- the additional win to get to ninth spot or something but it's the same story every every season
0: mm. um you mentioned the sunday ladder this won't go up before the first sunday ladder but Everyone should check out the Sunday Ladder. I will say that now. It's going to be really fun, and it's starting after this season of Mystic Tuesday League has started. Games every Sunday. You should sign up, ally. No long-term commitment. It's just a one-off game every Sunday. Yeah. Good times.
2: That's a good, the good thing about it. You can just decide every Sunday.
0: I'm going to uh, remind people to play. Um.
1: I should register for it, right? I think I should. You should what? I should register for that. It's every Sunday?
0: Yeah, every Sunday evening.
1: OK, I'm going for it.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I don't I think it's not mine. But I, I I, think it's a really good idea. And I hope, I hope people do play in it and support it. I can't, unfortunately. I'm going to like, I'm now going to tell everyone that they should play. But I actually can't play on this Sunday so that's a bit hypocritical of me but oh well hopefully enough people will
2: yeah it sounds, it sounds like a good format
0: what do you have you seen this uh have you looked i saw you on the the discord talking about this big oversized terra mystica game in germany Hello. <laughs>
2: yes
0: what are you gonna go what do you do you, what do you think of it
2: uh depends on the schedule but so far i registered and i think it it might be fun yeah I, so i'm planning on going there yeah
0: it i i it would be a, <laughs> i looked at where it is in germany it's sort of like it's not it's not the close bit of germany to the uk but it's not the very it's not like berlin as far so ah uh, i'd like to do it but i don't know if i have time it looks really interesting i think
2: <laughs> yeah they're planning on having some some huge terror games like i don't know 10 or 15 players in one game and extend the map extend the the favorite tiles the cards just to make it uh, playable
0: i love it it's such a good idea it's,
2: i don't know it sounds interesting and uh, uh <laughs> i've been doing some seven player games on snowman the, the interface allows that. You just have to add plays manu- manu- manually. And those games are fancy and are fun. It's just so so different. But, yeah.
0: Yeah, that is... I mean, it, yeah, it's the kind of thing Super Super does on the streams. Weird, crazy games. Um...
2: Like 2v2 and stuff, you mean?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. 12, 14 player Terra have a look people if you're in europe you might be interested if you can get to germany um do the other thing is the sort of fan factions and fan maps have you been involved in that much does that interest you at all
2: i have tried them out and and read all of them i find it interesting to read and for some reason, I haven't been into it that much. Uh, don't know exactly why. Because
0: you've been smashing TMTL instead.
2: But I, th- I think they're interesting. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Uh, I-, I was a bit uh, glad that we wouldn't uh, we wouldn't use them in in the Tuesday League because, yeah, as, as I wrote in, in in the Discord channel, I find that it would be rather exploring than than playing competitive Taramisica because none of us would probably have some some. History, some background, some knowledge. It would just exploring, which is fun too. But I was happy we didn't. But I think I'm curious. I might try them out. And I I did play some games. I'm curious how how many there will be. I don't know. I don't think they they mentioned all of them yet.
1: No, uh, but I believe there there will be like, sixteen of them in total. Sixteen factions. If I remember correctly. They're still we're still waiting for uh volcano and ice factions or something like this.
0: Hmm. They, oh okay. I can't remember. They might not be they're not originally doing volcano and ice, but then some people came up with new ideas. So they might add them in.
1: Oh, we already have sixteen factions. Okay.
0: Yeah, two variable. There's variable ones, but not volcano and ice.
1: Are there two valuable? Or which are those?
0: Changelings and
1: oh, <laughs> can't one. yeah, these
2: crazy, Ch- yeah.
0: Changelings is supposedly very mad.
2: Changelings sounds catchy. I think I like them. I don't know what they do, but the name is just
1: uh... you haven't you haven't checked them. Oh my god! Uh, well, this is this is the faction that I'm one hundred percent never playing, uh, <laughs> and I can say that out loud. If anybody ever meets me uh, in a regular game with fan factions, which is
2: pretty unlikely, and you want to <laughs> win pick them, uh, I'm never bidding down on that. That's for sure. They remind me of shapeshifters, which is just my favorite faction of all time. So changelings, mm-hmm. maybe they're good. They're very different, actually. I think. Yeah, they're, they're,
0: yeah, they're weird. They're really weird. Um, Fire and Ice factions, do you think that should be a home option in terra Mystica tuesday league or do you think it should be like now where everyone has to agree
2: i think it should be a home option <laughs> really <laughs> but uh, it's my opinion but yeah um it's just i think that's where the game shines the most and it's not like super fancy. I think fan factions, you have to learn something new, but, uh, fire and ice. I think it's just about a little bit more complex and it, it gives so much more freedom and interesting games.
0: Sorry, Gosley. Another one wants fan faction, wants fire and ice factions.
2: <laughs> do, do you have that, that discussion?
0: Uh, so we, I, we're going to do a survey again. I'm I'm planning on releasing a survey to ask people what they think. Um, and I think it will maybe be down to, yeah, sort of what the general opinion is. I think from what we can see, yeah, maybe this is worth saying in case people are listening from what we can see, especially down at the lower divisions, most people, a lot of people are still not comfortable with them and haven't learned them. So I'm still, I think we're still loath to make it a home option for for people who, because people still aren't comfortable, but I do, inc- I like mentioning the text channel and stuff. I encourage people to, if they're not comfortable with them to have one or two games, you know, of their season and have them in, and then you can learn them gradually maybe.
2: Um, I, in general, I, I mean, the concept of Tuesday League is that you communicate and try to to have everyone be comfortable in the game. I mean, we had two or three games. I think I the, the mixture would be all agreed on doing whatever uh, home, the home player wanted, and that that worked out well. So probably there won't be anyone who abuses those rules. Either way, even, I mean, if it's, if it's uh, up to the home player or if everyone has to agree, I think it doesn't make a big difference.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I, I, again, in case people are listening, I would say we do encourage you to, yeah, talk about your choices, say like, oh, I'd like fire and ice, but I wouldn't like them in every game or, and also just like other stuff like maps. So if, if you end up with everyone, every game on base map, maybe that's not very interesting. So maybe it's worth planning and saying, yeah, should we, should we like throw in a few different maps and you can, you can talk about these things, but If you've got a setting that you absolutely want and you want that to be your home setting that's fine too it's yeah it's up for people
2: yeah and if you're just uh, learning the game maybe it's a good thing to have four games on base map just to 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 get more routine so depends on what you what you want
0: uh have we got anything else super Mm. oh yeah this question
1: (laughs) i ate my pizza i'm satisfied (laughs) Oh, it's yours. I I never, yeah, I never heard of it. So
0: is is this? I don't know where I heard it, but do you do you dabble in a bit of game design, Halai? Is that a thing you you do?
2: Not any. I I mean, ah, uh, what well, what have you heard? And you know, I'm curious.
0: <laughs> I don't know. We have our sources. <laughs> I mean, it must have been somewhere.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm there are two things that you might have heard i don't know which one you have the one is um that i am creating my my own board games especially specifically one and the other is that i was working in the in the gambling business a few years ago so those are the two things that i was involved
0: yeah i think i saw you or or you mentioned to me or something that you had like a game design that maybe you were maybe you took it to a con or something at one point maybe
2: ah oh, yeah yeah exactly i, I the, the game is uh, mostly done. i'm looking for for making it available for play testing and i'm also i, I have an open project on board game arena let's see maybe one day it's uh, playable on there but the the board game arena framework is not as intuitive as other frameworks so uh, i'm still a bit slow and i'm also writing um, it just on a on a regular homepage of mine so maybe that's the easier way i, I didn't decide yet which way to go board game arena or just have a custom wa- website but i'll pleasantly share it with the Terra Mystica community once it's done because maybe maybe i can use that
0: yeah what is it what sort of loosely what kind of is it like a euro game or, or what is it
2: uh, it's it's uh it's an abstract two player game more or less so it has some some grid like a chessboard and but but it, yeah like abstract black and white games and but there's but it's a, it's a bit it's a bit i don't know the yeah i don't know i've got trouble to talk about it to explain it
0: properly <laughs> you, uh, you the... sound timid about it but it sounds cool like it's always cool when people yeah are doing a bit of design themselves definitely
2: yeah i, I definitely like to share it once it's done but uh, i find it hard to summarize what it's about it's so much details i can't like, can't get the
0: Oh, Super Chani's got to go. Don't interrupt him. Okay, see you, Super Chani. Okay, so I'll ask you one more question about it, which is more sort of a general game design thing. Is there a... Like abstract games, is there a reason... What's my question? (laughs) Is there a reason it's an abstract game or do you just find that more interesting or would you look to put a theme to the abstract game if you thought the game was successful or was like a good game does is that question what uh
2: it it, the question does make sense but in fact there is a theme on top of it i just thought there is that kind of category of abstract games which doesn't mean that there is no story behind it but in fact you're right per definition that means that there is no story but
0: so it's like um what's the what's the one the Greek one. Uh
2: the Greek buildings.
0: One.
2: Carcasson? No no. The Greek one. Uh,
0: uh, uh I don't know. Oh, it's like chess. <laughs> uh Greek board game buildings. It's like really popular and it's embarrassing that car Santorini. Santorini. Oh. Do you know Santorini?
2: I don't know it. may, may, may not not with that name. No, I don't know it.
0: It's um so you have to build buildings to a height and you have little men that jump one space at a time. It's a bit, it's a bit chess. Ah, okay. It, you, I mean, you, you might find it interesting based on, on this. It's on board game arena. Uh,
2: yeah. Maybe you can share a link so I can find it later on.
0: It's quite theme. It's, it's, yeah. I'd describe it as an abstract game because it's just, yeah, it's like a sort of chess board Mm -hmm. that you're moving around, but then there's the theme of like Greek buildings kind of onto it. So is that like what you would would have with yours?
2: Exactly, yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. It it plays in the desert and it's about, uh, it's about forming caravans with camels and bringing gold to the other side of the desert. And you also have snakes which can kill the camels and you have... you have cougars, which can can be part of the caravan and can can scare off the snakes. And then you have uh, some some f- flying things, which can transport uh, your your pieces uh, above all the others. And that's about all the pieces they have. And uh, yeah, in the end, you wanna you wanna put gold into onto your camel on the one side and deliver it to the other side. That's the basic concept.
0: This is I think people will be people will have been annoyed at me there because I've yeah, I've sort of misunderstood what the abstract definition is. Abstract games do often have themes on top, but yeah, they are. It's like patchwork, yeah, Centerini. I
2: am not sure about the definition, but I think uh Yeah.
0: But so is that a username link there? Is that why you're Caravan Lizzie on Discord?
2: <laughs> no that, that that's that's a funny coincidence i just realized no that that caravan comes comes from uh one of my favorite songs all time which is caravan from blur i think you you might know blur <laughs> you're british aren't you
0: i do know blur
2: yeah and they have i yeah. live
0: near uh one of i'm going to one of their farms one of the guys farms for a festival this season oh, really? i don't know that song though Carrier.
2: really whoa that's t- Uh, it's it's awesome and the lizzie comes from 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 my my poker times back then when i found that people were a lot more polite when they thought my name was female so i just tried i just thought let's take a female name and you're not (laughs) Uh, (laughs) you're not going to be offended that much
0: i read a book about a woman learning to play poker and she talks a bit about that about yeah how players treat a woman at the table differently to yeah a man and stuff yeah interesting it's interesting yeah um cool well that so that was all we had i think and we've gone yeah we've gone for over an hour so that's like good time it was good to talk to you about the league congratulations again for your glorious victory hopefully we'll have (laughs) you back uh, and also some other stuff. It was a good excuse. Yeah. These ones are a good excuse to get sort of interesting people on who we hadn't Well, we talked to you for the landscapes.
2: Landscapes. But... Yeah. Yes. With Gino. Big Gino.
0: Gino, where is he? Come back, Gino. We missed him. <laughs> good guy. You're you're quite good mates with Gino, right?
2: Yeah, indeed, yeah.
0: Um yeah, anything else anything else you wanted to mention, you wanted to talk about?
2: I think I'm good. It it was a, it was nice to talk to you. Really. I had fun.
0: Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, yeah. Enjoy the rest of your Friday and the rest of your weekend, and congratulations again. Good talk.
2: Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for talking and I guess see you around. Yeah. See you around, man.